welcome back to the Hindsight Podcast. I'm John, a.k.a. the Cat Eater. I ate a cat. You make me want to cry. That's, in my opinion, kind of cruel. But even so, I do respect your opinion. I will eat another. You know, I'm, I'm not really sure if I've done that one before. I don't think I have, but like... This is the what, 143rd episode of the podcast, so like, like it is, it's not super easy to like keep track of all the ones that I've done. Like I can keep track for the month because all that stuff is in like the same document, but like months past, like that's that's deep in there. <laughs> so I've done it before. You got to hear it again. But with the new people that have listened that have started listening, maybe they haven't heard that one before. So. Either way, it's a win-win. Either way, either, okay? It is Sunday, May 23rd. Hopefully, you're having an absolutely amazing day, as always. Hopefully, you're having an absolutely amazing weekend, as always, as well. Uh, My day started off pretty crappy, gotta be honest, but it ended on a high note. And that ending just happened, because I just made the most sublime meal of the month at least probably not the year i probably had some other bangers this year but this month the meal that i just made oh it was a heater a whopping what 1200 1250 calories a lot but i had made uh two perfectly beautifully seasoned burgers Mm. and then a nice bowl of Alfredo pasta, enough to feed two people, and I ate it all by myself, <laughs> and oh man, I could feel it, I could feel it just slowly descending into my upper intestines, and then to my lower intestine, and it feels good, well, not the movement of the food, but the food being inside of me feels great, <laughs> I said that's so weird, you know, I should have definitely, like, recorded this like, before I ate, I can definitely feel myself descending into a food coma. Like, I'm definitely about to be knocked out for, like, the next 12 hours minimum. Like, you're not going to hear from me <laughs> until 7 a.m. tomorrow at least. Uh, but, hey, we're here. Now that I have all that food inside of me, I got all this energy. Because, you know, physics and biology. Ooh, another good thing that I did before we talk about the crappy part of my day. I changed the wallpaper on my computer it's the first time i've done that not like ever in my life but on this specific computer i've had this computer for almost a year and a half now and i've been rocking the default mac os wallpaper (laughs) that entire time uh not because like i didn't want to change it kind of did but like i just got used to it right and it was very clean i didn't really feel super inclined to change it and i really like uh, like the super clean look on like all of my devices and really everything like I really like the minimalist aesthetic like even my tattoos right they share the same vibe of like minimalism pretty simple uh but yeah I got some nice high quality dark minimalistic wallpapers put them on a slideshow I'm really vibing with it it looks nice it's a nice little change nice change of scenery oh boy uh, but yeah, they had to be dark because like all of my devices are uh, are in dark mode because like 
dark just also looks cleaner than light mode. Uh, and, you know, you had to keep the wallpaper dark to kind of fit in with the same thing. Also, I have, like, no icons on my desktop. I have, what, one, two, three, four, four. I have five folders. That's it. <laughs> on my desktop. So, like, I can see all of the wallpapers in all their nice 4K glory. And they're just great. They're nice. And that also helps with, like, the whole minimal look with, like, having, like, no icons. It's just clean. It's clean. And then yeah, I shrink my dock down. It's not like a super small dock, but it's a pretty small dock. So you get like just a nice full screen. It's just nice. All right. It's a good setup. And uh, yeah. <laughs> and so yeah, finally change the wallpaper after a year and a half. Because if you can't welcome change in the small things, you won't be able to welcome change in the big things. Yes. Uh, the bad part about today, though, is Athena has not joined me yet, sadly. Uh, I called the dude this morning, and the dude's like, oh yeah, the mechanic is just now picking up the car. Which is like, come on, bro. You mean to tell me that from Monday to today, the car just been chilling? Just like doing nothing. Like, are you like <laughs> On top of that, too, it's like, why did you even tell me that I can come today if you know you haven't even fixed the car yet? Like, he just keeps saying this stuff. He doesn't have to be honest. Like, he just keeps stringing me along. And it's honestly just so frustrating. Like, I can't even just be bothered with this stuff anymore, man. Like, it's just like, Because, uh... <laughs> like, I'm not, I'm not working, right? Because, like, I'm waiting on this car. And my mom just came back in town today. So I can't use her car as freely anymore. My summer classes also start next week. And uh, one of them is in person. So I, I'm either going to get my mom to drop me off at school or take an uber to go to school even though i technically own a car i bought a car literally three weeks ago i just can't don't have it's <laughs> oh i mean i'm just so over this nonsense bro it's infuriating like i just just can't stand humans sometimes i've said it before said it a million times before humans will always be humans and humans just suck sometimes i would know i am also a human which is what an alien would say. But trust me, I'm a human. <laughs> oh, man. Hopefully, hopefully this upcoming week, maybe. Because like, to be fair, like he could have just been saying the mechanics are picking it up and he could just be capping. Like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> the dude said, oh, yeah, I'll call to let you know when you can come get it. It's 7 p.m. I hear from the dude, so... Like, come on now. Like, it's just madness, bro. Like, <laughs> all you can do is laugh. At least all I could do is laugh. Because like, nothing else I could do about it. <laughs> oh, man. Let's get into this episode. So, we're doing some more movie talk today. Little, uh, little movie chatting. Little movie circle. It's like a, it a book club. Yeah, I was say a book circle. It's like a book club, but for movies. Except we're not actually talking about, like, content of movies more the idea what i don't know <laughs> but uh what i was thinking about today i just wanted to like talk about a little bit was the whole like cinematic universe stuff right so like i'm one of the hugest marvel fanboys out there i've said that before like i love the movies and the comics i said on multiple occasions that spider-man 
my favorite superhero of all time. And uh, like with Iron Man coming in like a close second, kind of like behind all the other Spider-Man like universe characters, but yeah, but Iron Man like a close second. <laughs> uh, it's like when they were doing like what they were doing with like both Spider-Man and Iron Man uh, in the MCU was like my wet dream. Like it was just mwah, perfect. <laughs> but like the thing that I like most about the MCU is just like the continuity of it all right so like, the characters actions and decisions aren't just confined to a singular movie right they have an impact on the world that they exist in so other movies and other characters like they are affected by those actions uh, and decisions right that's the point of having a universe right so everything exists uh, in the same world it makes everything feel like impactful like everything has a purpose right it makes the world feel lived in which leads to the audience and the people that follow it very closely feel more immersed in everything going on but the problem with that though isn't necessarily like about the mcu it's about the general just movie industry since then the problem is that the MCU worked really, really well. <laughs> like, the positive thing and a negative thing, right? Because the MCU is one of, if not the biggest cinematic universe out there, pulling in these insane amounts of money with each movie release because each one is considered a blockbuster. And the system that they have makes it that way. Like if you want to watch the later movies and for later movies to make sense, and you have to watch all the movies that come before it. So like if you only watch the first Iron Man, and then you watch like Avengers Age of Ultron, it wouldn't make sense. Like the character interactions wouldn't make sense. The decisions being made just wouldn't make sense because the movie, while yes, is an all right movie on its own, for the movie to be good or even great, you have to know like all of the history that led up to that. And like, quick side note, actually. So Age of Ultron is by far one of my favorite Avengers team-up movies because Ultron as a villain was absolutely genius. Because like he literally encompasses what I've talked about before with like AI, talking about AI and stuff like that. So if you have an AI that's created to solve like world problems, it would simply just kill all humans. So like, his motives made sense which somewhat made him relatable, which is what makes a good villain, in my opinion. Because, like, he saw all the world problems, like wars, hunger, famine, climate change, and he wanted to solve them. But he just went about it in, you know, quote-unquote, the wrong way. And because, like, we only really say it's the wrong way because we are the species that would have had to pay the price for his solution. So if his solution required wiping out a different species, I bet people would have been a-okay on board with it. But, you know, humans, we care about ourselves, we care about our species. That's the point of a species, to care about your species and the continuation of your species. So we have a problem with his solution. But either way, <laughs> everything in the universe is connected. So you have to watch all of the movies in order for everything to make sense, which is a genius business model because it works almost like an insurance policy. People will always come back 
uh, and will watch like the smaller movies because they don't want to miss out on anything before like the next big movie, like the big team up or anything like that. For example, despite the fact that I had seen all the Marvel movies in theater before Infinity War, I watched the entire Marvel catalog just to make it all feel complete leading up to the movie. And then I watched like Infinity War like six times in theater. Dude, I was freaking keeping AMC light bill like paid <laughs> just in that one season. It's like I, I watched the entire back catalog of the of all the movies, which honestly I can't even say I did that because of Infinity War. Like once a year, I go through and watch like the entire <laughs> MCU catalog, except for Thor two because I know that movie sucks, and I've actually never watched Thor two like ever because there was Thor Ragnarok and that was ten times better than. Even the first Thor movie, so like Thor 2 was just kind of pointless at that point. And they kind of nullify Thor 2. Yeah, you get what I'm saying. And also, yeah, I, I still have never watched Captain Marvel because Captain Marvel was such a cop-out character. Like, even though, like, that was after Infinity War, that was the problem. It was after Infinity War. So, like, she was just put there as a cop-out. And you knew it was about that. You're like, okay, she's, she's just there to, to deal with Thanos. It's a cop-out, man. It's like cop, and whenever I say that I have not seen Captain Marvel, you know, people get on me like, oh, so you're one of them, you're sexist, yada, yada. I'm like, dude, it has nothing to do with it. Absolutely nothing to do with it. Because you better believe I am absolutely gassed for the Black Widow movie. Like, I'm going to be the first one in line. I will probably watch that movie more than once. <laughs> Especially with theaters opening up. You better believe I might be up in the theater watching that if I ever get a freaking car. But yeah. <laughs> We still like, like Black Widow should have gotten her own movie before Captain Marvel. Like it had nothing to do with gender. They just introduced the character in the worst possible way. I can't support that. I just can't support that. But the point that I'm trying to make talking about this is that because of the success of the MCU, it has made like almost every single studio and IP try to make their own cinematic universe, try to catch up, despite the fact that, like, they don't really do it in the best way, right? It's like, for example, DC, right? The DC, they rushed their universe to try to catch up to the Marvel universe, despite the fact that the DC animated universe is absolutely amazing. So, like, if they had just done, like, a live-action continuation of the DC animated universe, they would have just been great, been perfect because the dc animated universe absolutely trumps the marvel animated universe so like they had a solid backbone to go off of but you know they just wanted to do their own thing and they kind of ruined it they kind of ruined it at first because uh, like they, they were all caught up in like the allure of a huge universe and they forgot the building blocks of making one so we, we had like the superman movies and straight into a superhero crossover team up without, like, any of the other characters getting their own movie to establish them, right? And they backtracked after everyone hated, like, the, the movies after that. And they've been doing, they've been doing right since then, kind of, a little bit. <laughs> like, the first Wonder Woman movie was an absolute banger. Like, I will, that was a great movie. The second Wonder Woman movie was a complete miss, in my opinion. <laughs> but the first one, though, 
that was a heater. Like, they did good on that. The Joker movie, although that was, like, technically not a part of, like, the main universe, that movie in its own right was, like, a piece of art. That was well done. Uh, the original Justice League, the cinematic release Justice League, was absolutely butchered, and they screwed that one over. Uh, I still haven't watched the Snyder Cut, despite the fact that that is the reason that I got an HBO Max subscription. Uh, but I heard it was a heater, so, you know, credit to them for that one. Either way, they're fixing the mistakes that they made, but they are one of the IPs that were definitely caught up in the whole cinematic universe hype. Uh, another one that was, like, beyond stupid uh, was the Dark Universe. Like, you probably didn't even know the thing because they screwed the pooch after one movie. <laughs> if you remember, back in, I think it was 2017, uh, they released The Mummy, like the new version of The Mummy, with, uh, with Tom Cruise, which was an absolutely crappy movie, just in general. Like, I, I went to go watch that in theaters, uh, and it just, it was a waste of money, in my opinion. Like, I shouldn't have paid for a ticket for that. But, like, uh, in that movie, they kind of tease a little bit of a crossover, because they had uh, Jackal and Hyde, or I guess Dr. Jackal slash Hyde. It's the same person. You know the story of Jackal and Hyde. Uh, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, he was a doctor that, like, Cruz went with. Uh, it's like, the girl took him to to, like, try to get him to figure out the curse and whatnot. But, you know, that universe was essentially dead on arrival. And it wasn't because they had rushed into a crossover movie. Like, they were doing it right by introducing the characters through their own movies. But they just rushed the movie itself to try and get the universe off the ground, and the movie was just absolute garbage. Made no sense. The acting was questionable at best. <laughs> the script was even worse, and then the editing was just abysmal. Egregious, in fact. I would even go as far as to say it was egregious. <laughs> uh, one universe, though, that was that's kind of on the right track. They're still working with it. Uh, is the MonsterVerse. So that's the one with, like, uh, Godzilla and King Kong. So the two movies that introduced specifically Godzilla and King Kong were pretty solid, right? Like, the first Godzilla movie, in my opinion, one of the best movies in this universe, uh, which has, like, kind of led to a problem. Like, the reason why that first movie was good has led to the other movies kind of being Garbo. Because, like, in the first Godzilla movie, like, we don't really see that much of Godzilla, right? It's focused more heavily on the human characters. More specifically, one human character. I already forgot his name. <laughs> but it was a soldier dude who was also Brian Cranston's son. And then Brian Cranston, this isn't a spoiler because it happened, like, the first ten minutes. Brian Cranston's character freaking died in the first ten minutes. And he was, like, in all the trailers. And, like, why would you do that? It's Brian Cranston, man. But, yeah. <laughs> but the movie focused specifically on him. But the way that they, they did that was actually really good. And then, like, the shot uh, towards, like, the end of the movie, that scene of the military guys doing the halo jump, into like the destroyed city and they're like over the storm clouds and they have like the red smoke trails that move that scene oh, gorgeous like it just looked absolutely 
and the sound design with it. Like you could hear the wind, kind of, but it was quiet and it was mute. But you, but like you could see the storm going on as we're about to pass through it, and like it's just oh the build up, oh, oh that was good. <laughs> this cinematic gold right there. The problem is though, the problem is now they focus too much on human characters and none of them are actually compelling. Like in the first movie, the, the main character was actually, he had a compelling story and like the whole, the way they followed him and the, the way they portrayed or hyped up Godzilla without actually showing Godzilla was really great. But now all the human characters are either stupid or absolutely useless or a mix of both. Like at this point, all we want to see are some mythological creatures throwing hands. That's it, right? I want to see Godzilla run a fade on Mothra, which is technically not even supposed to be a thing because, like, in the original Godzilla lore, Mothra was technically his wife, which is already kind of weird in the first place. But then also, like, I'm pretty sure movie Godzilla is female. It's like, I'm not even sure how it's supposed to work. Maybe Godzilla's a lesbian, no, I'm not judging. They can do as they please. Who am I to judge them for that? But see, now I'm curious, though, because, like, in the first movie, Godzilla laid eggs, which is, like, the, the whole, like, point of the first movie. So, like, how did she get pregnant? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> perhaps, though, perhaps, right? There could be another Godzilla-esque monster kaiju type. It's not a kaiju. I just like saying I just like calling them kaijus <laughs> because Pacific Rim was also a banger of a movie. But maybe like there's another like Godzilla-ass character creature who was a male and like they're in like a relationship as he got her pregnant. That could be a thing. And then also that could make sense because then the male Godzilla could also be messing with Mothra, which would make sense with the lore. So then it would also make sense as to why Godzilla in the movie like, beat the crap out of Mothra, because, like, that's, like, Godzilla, the real wife, beating up the side chick. Uh-huh, you see that? That's, that's crafty. Never explained it, though, so I gotta make up my own, <laughs> my own little head lore for that. That'd be an interesting storyline. I wanna see that, I wanna see Godzilla and male Godzilla and Mothra on, like, mythological Mari. Like, <laughs> that would be an interesting movie. Give me that. That's what I want to see. Come on, Universal. Let's see it. <laughs> but moral of the story, moral of the story is that the MCU has given, like, all of these companies a bunch of, like, bad ideas for the sake of racking up as much money as the MCU does. But... The advantage that the MCU has over all of them, it did it first. But if you like today's episode, if you enjoy the podcast, get a like, get a follow, get a like. Just ask to let me know that you like it. Of course, if you do like it, share it with your friends. Because good friends give friends good things. And you want to be a good friend, so give your friend a good thing. Of course, if you want to follow me on social media, it is at Hat on the IGs. And as always, 8 a.m. Eastern, same time. Same place every single day. As always, I hope you have an absolutely amazing day. I am going to go pass out and enjoy this food coma. Maybe watch some uh, 
some Marvel movie. Maybe I just go through my uh, my Marvel movie madness weekend, even though it's hard to wait for that. I gotta do that eventually, especially with Black Widow coming up. Gotta get, but see, also Loki's coming up in like next week. That's gonna be good. Either way, I'll see you guys tomorrow. Have a good one.